Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. You got to run the ball. Barkley off the left side. Here he goes. Look at the speed. Oh my goodness. Frank the tackle. Got to take it to the house. 92 yards. Tied with the defender. Saquon Barkley. You gotta stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you gotta pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a Tony. Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Not me, but do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You're saying we're going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You, you know, you just got to the Messiah. Obi and the one and only, Shakes Montana. Is that man with a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana.
the bowl. Brian the bowl. I knew it was a battle of the Brian's, him and Flores. And looks like they went with uh, the bowl there. Which I kind of alluded that to uh, Ivan as like when he spoke of, well, who was his right hand man? Who was his guy? Well, I'm like, look, man, might be that head coach, man, that, you know I mean, they're so enamored with. And looks like that's the case right now. Now, how do I feel about the hiring? That wasn't my choice, right? Um, going into the process definitely wasn't my choice. I wasn't going in there saying, we should go here and get Brian DeBow. But when his name was mentioned, I was like, okay, that's a pretty impressive uh, resume. Um, and then when it was the finalist, he still wasn't my favorite. I'd rather have had Brian Flores, right? I have my reservations about the bowl. Um, what I feel like, how he's going to uh, put on a, how he's going to shape these giants out, right? And yeah, let me just say that. Like, I have some reservations on him and Daniel Jones because I feel like he probably feels that he can probably have a Josh Allen and Daniel Jones, which he does not. I also feel like um, if he does not, I think he might draft one. And I don't really like a lot of quarterbacks in this draft, besides maybe Kenny Pickett, because he got a great name. He's pretty good. <laughs> right? But um, am I mad about the hiring? Am I upset? Am I disappointed? No, no, I'm actually um pretty impressed when I look at his resume, as I spoke of before. And not only that, but I go and I look at, once he was hired, I looked at the stats of the Buffalo Bills. And I, I would tend to think that they was a better pass team than they was a run team, right? You know, just looking at the mystique of the Buffalo Bills, you're like, I don't, I don't really, you don't really like their running backs like that. I mean, there's nothing that really sticks out. They good, they all right, but none of them really sticks out. And um, so you wouldn't really think that they were really that high in offensive ranking, uh, not offensive ranking, but rushing offensive ranking. But they was. They were better than they was passing. And not only that, but they were tops in the league, definitely top five, I believe, in all offensive categories, I believe, um, is what I've seen. And I'm looking at all the offenses that, you know, that they was with, like all the top five offenses. Like, yeah, we need some of that. Yeah, like, we need some of that. So 
it was something that I um, spoke about. Once this off season was over, I'm like, we have to be one of these high power offenses, like, you know, one of those offenses that you know, uh, when we watched the Kansas City Buffalo game, and we like. Um, you know, Buffalo's defense was number one, but look what can look look what Mahomes did to him, right? No one defense. So no one defense couldn't couldn't even stop this juggernaut high power of an offense, and that's the level that we need to get to, and hopefully the bowl can take us there. Looking forward to it. See what happens. Um, I just hope that he don't try to back up Daniel Jones and they all in with the Daniel Jones and give him another year. No, don't give him another year. He should be done. Trade him, get some value for him. That's what should be the thing. Now, in the media right now, I would say y'all doing the right thing. Because y'all sitting there like, hey, well, you know, we're evaluating something that you should say. Something, um, you know, y'all not devaluing Daniel Jones's, uh, well, his value, right? Um, but y'all not bringing it down. Y'all not saying, oh, this guy's a bum. We just take anything for him, y'all. Y'all making it look like y'all, y'all giving him a legit shot. Which, in the public and everywhere else, they can look at it and be like, all right, well, he might not be that all that bad. And a team can sit there and give us some great value for him. That's what I would want. I don't know how they're going to go about it. But honestly, if Daniel Jones is the starter next season, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. So I won't even get to enjoy the first season of watching the bowl in them because I I cannot fathom another year watching this guy, Daniel Jones, as quarterback. I'm done with it. I'm so done with it. So right. So, now that Brian DeBowl is the head coach, now we got to look for his assistants. And it's great with the defensive coordinators that I see that it's only really like, well, the list that they could have is pretty great. They got Mike Zimmer all out there and all that stuff. That's pretty good. We can do some things, man. But, I think the two names that's really like um, that has to has like they they the top candidates is Patrick Graham coming back right, which I'm not opposed to that. I like that. But Patrick Graham looked like um, uh, money bag your father. So I like that, right? Um, and then the other uh, the other candidate is my our man Don Wink Martindale, right? 
Come on though. We we want him to uh even get an interview at, for a head coaching job again. Um, he was interviewed last time when we hired Judge, but not this time. But I mean, shit, he he's the Bulls man. Hey friends, he's available. So we got options, G. But those two options, oh man, I ain't mad at it. If that's the two options that it is, oh, our defense is going to be great. So I don't have to worry about that now. But now, let's worry, let's think about this offense. Who would be the coordinator for the offense? Hot name right now, the main name right now that they are circling and saying that he could have the job is my man Ken Dorsey. I think that's the same Ken Dorsey that was from Do You when we won the national championship. I believe. Shout out to my man Dorsey. But um, Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator. I know he was the quarterbacks coach for Buffalo, and they want him to be the offensive coordinator over there in Buffalo. But he could very well be coming on his way with his boy, the Bo. So, interesting on the assistance, interesting on the hire of Brian the Bo. I got my boy Black Freezy with me. 914-205-5796. What's going on, Black Freezy? Peace, God. I was just giving my take on these coaches. Uh, Talked about the bowl because I didn't really get to when when he was hired. I think y'all did a spaces or something that I wasn't available for. And then um, I was talking about these candidates for the assistant jobs. Um, Graham and and Martindale for the defensive coordinator. And then the only name that I'm seeing right now for the offensive coordinator is my man. National champion for the U, Ken Dorsey. That's right. Every time you know y'all say his name, I don't know why. I'm like, yo, why do I remember this dude? And I, you know, went and looked. I was like, oh, that's why I remember him. Cause he was he was that dude back then in college, at least. And then when they drafted him, I think he got drafted by the Browns, right? In the late rounds, yeah. Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah. him as a quarterback. Yeah, I remember him as a quarterback. Yeah, oh. yeah, he. Wasn't a good professional, and we—I don't think nobody really ever yeah, thought he would. Nah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so either, especially for the top. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. I like it because he's a quarterback mind. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a quarterback. This is one of the guys because he came in as a quarterback's coach to help fix uh, some of the problems that Josh had. So I'm looking forward to um these guys coming in fixing some of the quarterbacks we have. Everybody, of course, is focused on Danny Jones. And, of course, I know, you know, that's he's the guy at home. But I think, in my mind, in mind, I still think they need to take a shot and get a kid anyway. But, uh, and I, I believe they're doing their due diligence right now. You know what I mean? They're up there at the uh, – what, what's going on right now? The senior bowl way in? There's something going on. It, oh, yeah, yeah, because of that, that's this weekend, right? So they're doing the practices and all that for the um... – 
the Shrine game, yeah, right? Weighing in, yeah, I think they the Shrine game they doing that, but the the Senior Bowl they weighing in. Okay. I believe that's what it was, not unless they had the Shrine game. Weighing in. Either way, that yeah, I mean, this college joint coming up, so you know, eyes glued this weekend. I believe everything is on NFL Network. Um, my boy, either chosen one from the Bronx can definitely fill you in on that. We got either chosen one from the Bronx. What's going on? Peace, God. Peace, King. Peace, God. Peace to the earth. Peace to the God. Y'all know what it is. It's Shakes Monday. And we here two days in a row. We um, I'm sorry, two weeks in a row, brothers. We have had some phenomenal football played, man. I don't know if y'all got into that yet, pause or not. But first things on the menu, I guess, right? Dable, uh, Graham, whoever, you know, we don't know. But what y'all chopping it on, man, you know? Um, how y'all been? Well, well Black Freezy just came through, so okay. both of y'all just came through. But I was... Just getting my uh my take on the bowl, day bowl, whatever y'all want to call them. I call them the bowl because I like that name. Sounds like a beast, right? But um, I was giving my take on the bowl because at first, of course, he was not one of my favorites, but he definitely wasn't a guy that I was like, no, you can't bring him in. No, that would be a mistake. I definitely wasn't on that. But um, he definitely wasn't my favorite neither. But I am impressed with um, when I look at the stats of the Buffalo Bills. Um, I just looked at it last year, and I was I was even impressed that they was even a better rushing team than they was a passing team. And I'm like, holy shit! And they was top fives in like all categories. And I'm like, oh my gosh! So anyway, yeah, you know I mean, um, pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> pretty impressive. Um, so. I'm looking forward to that, but what I'm I'm looking forward to is um, who are they going to name as these assistants? And, um, you know, you got Graham versus Martindale for defensive coordinator, and then the only name that I'm hearing for offensive coordinator, they waiting on to see if he's going to decide between Buffalo or the Giants, is Ken Dorsey, our man from the U. They gave us a national championship. So that's what Talk I was Talk about on. it. Hey, Talk about you know. it. Go ahead. So it's on you, bro. I'll give you a take on it, man. Just caught you up on it. Well, I'm going to keep it real with you. <clears throat> I knew the job with Dables two weeks ago. I said it to you guys, and then we had a conversation about his philosophy. And in his con- in Shone, that is, that we like to call him on the show, even though it's Shane, Shane shown his hand because he said, guys that are in line with me, that have the same philosophy as me that I could be in tune with. So I said to you, who could he possibly be more in tune with than the guy that he's just built with the last four years, right? And you said that, proving your point. But I don't want them to do that. I want them to go out, look around, see who's in town and how it needs to go down. But he showed his when, hand when they were talking about Brian. Situation. 
And Patrick Graham to me is an affirmative action hire. That's how I feel about it. That's just me. I got my rights. That's why it's my opening, right? But I get it. I'm with it. And if you look at his resume, the extensive amount of work that he has put in for a while, he got five rings, too. See, a lot of people don't realize they've got an infinity gauntlet almost. So he know what's up. But he got them same little background features, the Nick Stabens, Miami's, Patriots. You know what I'm saying? He got the same little qualities. You know? So, listen. That's his man. That's who he's comfortable with. We don't have a problem. Like you said, you named categories in that offense that made you say, you know what? Okay. Let's see what they're going to bring to the table. Let's give everybody a fair shot. I'm just happy that they're 30 years younger than the regime that we had in here. And here's my last thing that goes into the DeBose and Shane thing. Did y'all see um, the video? introduction about when Shane was walking through the building and they was asking him certain questions about like things that had cobwebs on it and I mean cobwebs meaning as an old system and the way things was running and he was like yo the first thing we need to do is take these magnets off the board and get some technology in here like he was really surprised that the Giants used to sit in their war room and put magnet names on a board for their draft process he was like, yo, we need to get these magnets off the board. So things like that, you may not, other people may not look into it, but we feel like, okay, that right there does mean something. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what they're going to do. I'm giving them a fair shake, and let's see what happens, right? We don't crown nobody till we crown somebody. Show us what y'all doing. Okay. All right. Now, here's my thing, and this is what I want to know. How do y'all feel he's going to go about things going forward in the, the ball? Like, you know what I mean? He's the man now. He's the head coach. He's the guy. You know what I mean? He basically is the right-hand man to Sean. So um, this is this is their, their organization now. This is New York Bills. So Buffalo Giants, baby. You know, from the Patriots to the Bills, but um, AFC East. But yeah, I mean, I think if anything, he looked to me during his press conference, he looked a little, I would say, a little overwhelmed at the moment. Um, that's why I think if anything, he would definitely be leaning on his boy Patrick Graham because remember, Graham was an assistant uh, head coach. So if anything, it also you know bodes well for Patrick Graham to stay put because he's getting paid more than the average. Uh, the coordinator anywhere. If he gets a head coach, coaching job, yeah, that's a blessing, but we know that's kind of too far between. But um, so, if anything, I think him leaning on Patrick Graham, him being having a stable side of the ball, him knowing a lot of what's going on, him being his boy, uh, Sean also is around there probably wide out looking around trying to figure it out. So, I think if anything, you know what I'm saying, he's trying to get his footing together, and then once they get all that together, they're going to get to work, because I think the magic happens during, uh, you know, the drafting portion of this, but, of course, really good. But, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, having the offensive-minded head coach again. Um, I kind of wanted a defensive one, you know, to see. Uh, but, it's, you know, we've we got to fix this offense. So 
I'm looking forward to it because I've watched them. You know, you know, me and he's the chosen one. We got a lot of children over there. But I watched them systematically just fix that line. You know? So, and uh, I'm looking forward for it to happen with us, man. And, and Dable is aggressive down the field as well. And you're right. They ran the ball way more this year than they, than they had, and, you know, um, with the two-headed monsters of uh, Singletary and, and Moss when he was in there, and, and Breida when he was healthy. Yeah. Look forward to it. And using the tight ends and all this good shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it seems like we're going to the um, next generation. And, you know, look, man, everything has its, you know, its good and its bad and its, you know, you don't know until you know, right? So, uh-huh. um, I, I'm like on the fence, right? And I just want to see how it goes because I'm not overly excited about it. You know, I look, like I said, I'm impressed with the numbers. I'm impressed with the stats. I'm impressed with all that. What I'm not impressed with is the inexperience. Like, none of them has ever been in this position before. Not the GM, not the head coach. This is their first time. So do they really know what they're doing? We're going to see. Um, that's something that, um, that you know, I'm not going to say it worries me or it's a concern, but it's something that I'm definitely going to look out for and watch out for. Like, do these guys really know what they're doing? You know? So, um, that, like I said, man, it's always reservations with everything. But are these guys impressive? Yes, they are impressive. Now, what are they going to do now that they are the man that gets to call the shots and, 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 and pull the trigger? It's easy to be the man on the side saying, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. But when you that man that's pulling the trigger and you got that pressure, can you make the right choice? We're going to see. We also got LRP. Houston, what's going on, LRP? Peace, God. <laughs> Yo, did he just leave, though? Peace, peace. peace. Oh, right. what's up, my, baby? My, what's going on, everybody? What's up, America? Hey. What's do shapes? Peace, God. What's up? I called you. I called hey, man, y'all. not much. We talk about um, Paul and his assistants and all that. You know what I mean? This is what we on right now. So, what's going on? What you feeling? much, man. The good thing in uh, Giant Land, I believe. Uh, I'm feeling okay. You know what I mean? Coach DeVoe, now, welcome. No doubt. Now, again, um, how you feel about DeVoe? But not only that, these assistants, though, I know, you know, we, me and you are huge on Don Martindale. He is a finest for a defensive coordinator. Right, like that's that's crazy. But also it's Patrick Graham. So either one of them, I, I, to me, I'm like, shoot, I take either one. Like whatever one gets the job, that I'm thumbs up for me. No way. That's now so the the, the, the offensive cool. coordinator, they they going for Ken Dorsey. Yeah, go ahead. Real you quick. got it. You got the ball. He said, um, Wink is the finalist for us. I thought he was getting the head coaching gig. Nope. Nope. Defensive coordinator for us, he's going for, but we got a choice between him and Patrick Graham. We're going to see. 
My vote is for Wink all day. Patrick Graham is much appreciated, but I think you'll do well, Minnesota. Have fun. And go ahead, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only um, offensive coordinator that they are, well, reportedly lobbying for because um, he has a choice between them and Buffalo. Um, Buffalo wants him to be the offensive coordinator over there. Giants want him to be the offensive coordinator over here. So it's his choice. I would still want Pep Hamilton, but I know that's not enough. So if, that's, if Ken Dorsey gets denied, then I got no issues with it. Hey, Shakes, real quick. What um, defense does Martindale run? Because I know you're so familiar with them. 3 4. I think we're going to stay with you know the what? No, no, listen. It worked with him. I'm a hype with it. He gets linebackers. He gets defensive ends. He gets cornerbacks. Martindale knows what's up. It works over there. Bring it here, and I'm okay with it. Ain't no prevent defenses over there. Soft zone coverage bin, but don't break. Ain't none of that over there. You manning up in a Martindale defense. Yeah, I think they play man-to-man over there. Yeah, yeah, no, no yeah, I know I they play man-to-man. Man man. Yeah, I, yeah, I know the they play man-to-man. Man. People go crazy. Yeah, uh, I would take Martindale all day over Graham just and just because he's still, you know, he's, he's still got Judge and Gettleman all over him too. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that stink is still on you. So... You you did the same shit all year too. I sit there and be like, you know what I mean? I was just down. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? They said that was them over there. Why me? Right now, nah, you, you was me. involved. You was involved. Yeah. You had time to jump. Every third quarter was so Stop it. And I'm not. Don't have amnesia just because y'all got the new Bubba Sparks up in the spot. Oop. You know why, right? LRP. Sometimes you gotta let it go. I need Martindale, yo. <laughs> nah, for real though, man. I like I like Patrick Graham, yo. You know what I mean, first of all, don't he look like Money Bag, yo? No, like he look like he can be his pop. So, <laughs> y'all know Money Bag, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what mug chat they got of him? <laughs> 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 I'm like, yo, man, Patrick Graham, my man, bro. But um. <laughs> you do look cold. You know, I, I, either like, way, bro, like, I, I like Martindale a lot, man. And Martindale was a guy I'll be ecstatic. But if Patrick Graham is a dude, man, I'm I'm happy too. Like I, yeah, I know we joke and say you know, man, that was them over there. But I I truly I truly believe like one one is for. <laughs> well, if, uh, and I know I try, I try to say that with God, but I truly believe in this one. Like it wasn't his fault. He did all he could do. It just wasn't enough. It just wasn't all fall down. 
Oh no, my bad. I was just gonna say when he expressed the, his, you know, introduction or whatever, and even on the practice field when he was speaking, it's, he's shown that willing to get guys that's going to work with one another. Patrick Graham is a peace dude. I, I mean, regardless of his goofiness, I'm pretty sure he's a stand-up guy. And go in any family, Gambino, Luciani, you know what I'm saying? He can go in any family and be good. So, you know what I mean? The, I forgot the, what is it, Francesca? What is it? Damn. The hottest. The hottest. You can go into the, the hottest and be straight. So, I'd be cool with it. But Martindale would be an upgrade, if you ask me. All day, every day. Can you do me a favor, Shit? Well, you know what? I'll actually do it and pull up the last couple of years of defensive rankings for Martin. I, I just want to know how far it goes back because what's crazy is I can only remember the Ravens having a great defense and never being in the, in the lack thereof. Oh, I know why he mixed because the Raiders went with Josh McCain. That's why I thought he was going to go. He was I think he was second for that job. But they went with McNay. So that's why he's a good. Alright, that was news to me, shit, my bad. What was that? What was news to you? Up, in, up until I called the show, I had no idea if Mark Dale was even in the mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. you told So that was news to me. That's why I'm thinking out loud right now, but because I was like, I was he was going for the Raiders, he was up for that one, and he was pretty, I think, favorite there. Mm-hmm. So. No, that's all good. I know what I'm talking about, though, you know? You know me. I read, brother. Like Cole said, I read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my baby clown. <laughs> How you spell it? N O C E S T. Innocent. Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. But, um, man, listen. Nah, I um, like the, the bowl, man. was dope, bro. I think mean, this press conference was. I don't know if y'all got into that yet. I don't want to get into it. So. I'll let you orchestrate the orchestra. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You got to Speak on it. Nah, did anybody, well, I don't want to take anything away from Black on Wednesday, but anybody watch the pressure? Hey, Black, did I, you put the pressure on Yeah, I thought, yeah, I was about to say, I thought we was going to definitely get into that today. I thought about that the moment I called in. I said, I hope I didn't miss the presser for them to talk about it. Yeah. Do we got the press on this? We got the bowl. We ain't got the bowl. We got show on that shit. I can put the new one on. Give me a second. That's why I didn't want to step on for Wednesday, but I know we can lose to Nah, nah, because uh, by the time Wednesday get here, something new going to happen. You know how it goes. Exactly. That's exactly. cool. Martin, Martin. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we definitely going to play these presses, man. I'm going to play um, Sean. And then uh, we're going to play uh, the bowls out here. Now, 
Let me know something real quick. Is um, is part one and part two that's new or that's old? Those are new. That's shown when he first got in here. All right, but all right. So we got two parties. Yeah, we listened to Shane last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. All right. Yeah. So it's not new. Yeah, the only one new today was just uh. Oh, when we first, yeah, when we first got here. Yeah, we should be looking at that so, one. Black, I want to hear your opinion on that too. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's y'all Dale. both, yeah. y'all both saying like different things. Now I got a show with the first interview here, but I also got a show with Price of Part Two, Part I mean Part One and Part Two. So none of them is new. Yeah, those, those are all the same day. Those yeah, those are all the same day. That's when. You... Okay, all right, got it. Cause we we okay. broke them in half because they were so long. Pause. Okay, got you. Go ahead. I just need to clear that. Up. Yeah. So black, I w- I want to know, are you with the Marty Mar? Or you still graham crackers? Yeah, I was, I was, you know, warming up to the Marty Mar. You know what I mean? I was warming up to that. I was like, oh, we already three four. You know, I ain't, y'all, y'all be back three four. I'm like, I'm like, we already there. We got some decent we can add on. And I'm pretty sure some of these people gonna follow him somewhere. But I'm, so I'm yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm good with that. But that's then, what I'm talking about. He, some players is gonna come. Good, Black. I'm sorry. I'm just excited when I hit right there. I'm with you. I'm with you, though, because I was excited about that, that process, too. But then when I heard the ball get out there and was like, well, you know, my buddy is in the building. I hope he don't get the job. I'm like, what? Yeah, okay. So I was like, ah, he kind of another shoe in here. So that kind of messed up that. So I just kind of left that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. So. I put it out of my mind, and Chase, I come on this airwaves, and Chase telling me Martin Dale was in the mix. I was perfectly happy and blessed. You know, sometimes that's what ignorance say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would have been fine with the gram, but now he didn't say yeah. that. Because yeah. now if it looks different, yeah, I'm going to be I want my man's in there. We're gonna get some AFC love. We definitely get some of that some of that, you know, Josh Allen them up there. Then we're gonna get some of that Martindale and them defense. I'm with that. I'm with that. But you know, if they're gonna keep Graham in the building, that's fine, but they better give him what he needs. Because uh we need some some blitz and all this stuff that zone shit. We can't keep up with that. Uh-huh. The continuity that he was talking about in this press of the day though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think Graham makes sense in the sense of you know, familiarity and with and bringing in the new thought process and those wavelengths clicking. So it does sound like another shoot I'm not even going to entertain Martin Dale any, any longer. But thanks for the trip down memory lane. Not necessarily. But you know what I mean. Damn, that's an upgrade, though, man. Oh, my God. That's like Josh Allen and Daniel Jones, bro. You know you got a quarterback who can spin it, put it anywhere on the field, athletic, 
but he just don't got the pieces around him to make him feel like he okay. And we've seen some things that we just like, ah, ah, ah. And then Josh Allen. He's been getting into playoffs. He's, aggress- he's progressed. You see what he's doing. He was one win away from yesterday. He's still playing when people are sitting home. It's the same business. Martindale is the Josh Allen. Feel me? We need that. Like, I, I'm, yo, Shake, just tell me, bro, when is the last time that the Baltimore Ravens had a bad defense? Like, a defense where you're like, oh, man, the Ravens can't stop nobody. The Ravens This is like the first team. time. That's why they, they fired them. Okay. But you, you got to understand what the – Ravens was going through this year, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't agree don't with the firing over there. But shoot, one man's treasure. <clears throat> I mean, one man's trash is another man's treasure. You know what I'm saying? So this is a Flores type don't thing. Up, don't bring up none of that. You know what I'm saying? That's a hey, you. That's what you doing? You letting them go? Work? Oh man, I'm sorry it didn't work out. All right. Well, you know, I'll see. I'll see you later. As soon as I walk off, he's like, "Yo, I heard you available." Word up. I think this is where he wants to be too. Um, he, he went for the head coaching job a, few, a couple years ago. Um, his man's the bowl is here. I mean, I, I think this is where he wants to be, man. I think he want to be in the giant organization, man. I'm not falling for that thing. I'm gonna say that, all right? And maybe y'all will agree with me in that. Head coach is the promotion, right? That's where everybody says, you know what, I've done my, you know, I've done, I paid my dues, being a coordinator here, coordinator there, line coach here, running back coach here, whatever I was, right, I paid my dues. Now I get to be the man in charge of the guys that I used to be a part of, right? If I was Graham, I would be kicking the door down to be hired as the Vikings head coach. Because I'm going to tell you why. If he just happens to fail this year, right, Just I'm just talking of what, I, what we know. Because if he puts up a performance like he did last year, he will not possibly be considered, in my mind, for a head coaching job the year after. That's just what I think. Y'all, y'all can go at it with y'all feel when I'm done. So I would take and seize the moment while I can, because coming back to a coordinator, is easier than coming back from being a coordinator to excelling to a head coach. That's just me. I go get the bag and prove I'm bigger than what y'all thought, and this is who I really am. Or we sit here for a while, try to have some success under the new regime so you can go and venture out again. Catch 22. But I'd bounce. If they really said, we want you, I'd be like, I'm yours. That's just me. I think it's just going to be grand. All right. Yeah, give me a minute. I'm I'm just rendering some joints now. I should have them in a few. Oh, yeah, no problem. The questions is what got me bugged, had me bugged out, uh, as usual. But I'm like, you can get the dude to be able to shed some light on his Um, shit that he looks out for. 
or what he sees in in quarterbacks or his players or just without sounding like a coach or without, you know, you shunning, you know, shunning the light, light on one player. I would have hit him with, like, not as a coach, but before he even came here, when you had to do a film and study on your opponent, what are some of the things that got your attention when you watched film as from Buffalo preparing to face the Giants? And just so you're not showing favoritism to one, because I know how all the legal media wants to do that, could you also talk about how you felt about uh, McKinney? And what did you see, what parts of his game that got your attention? I would love to hear that answer. Good, motherfucker. In the face. Shit don't look like that for real. Goddamn toys. Marin is that going country joke. Spoke on the practice field, made a crack about media get the large Pepsi on the way out. I was like, that was too soon, bro. Same uh, poor taste. <laughs> what am I saying? Hook. Oh, shit, we got a game this weekend. What the fuck are we doing? Did you forget about that? Come on, we got uh, games. How many games yesterday? Yeah. What you say, man? Yeah, where everybody go? I have no idea. But <clears throat> I was just going to talk about the games. Some, you know. Which one is it? Is it the Shrine? It's a shrine, right? Because I think uh, seniors in February. Oh, yeah. That's, man, don't even get me started on that. Up until Saturday, I didn't even know that the collegiate game put on by the NFLPA is different from the senior bowl. In the collegiate bowl, you get your, a lot of your third-rounders, fourth-rounders, fifth and, you know, sixth late-round guys in the in this trying game. So I man and I I found the shit entertaining. Pretty good good game. A lot of serious talent showcasing for three third round and beyond. You know what I mean? For the late rounders, the football heads. So that was this weekend. But then on Sunday, yeah, we sitting around sitting here talking like who the Chiefs went down this weekend, my brother. What? Uh, yeah. That boy choked in the second half. My son, ooh. I don't know what he was doing. That boy was running in circles yeah. and shit. I don't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Man, if you betted on the Bengals this weekend, buy yourself an island. Yo, next it's weekend. crazy. You fuck around. The Bengals might win the goddamn, you know what I'm saying, situation, but they might go ahead and do it because, um, 
I'm looking, ain't you know, the Rams, they got a lot of hurt dudes over there. It's, didn't Cam Akers wind up getting a little banged up? Higby got a little banged up. I'm looking like, ooh, ooh. I think Higby is probably the only one that got seriously banged up. I think Akers going to be oh, okay. right. He was hyped that time. Right. Oh, his ass on the sideline. That was, if, if he's hurt oh, later, <laughs> that exuberance was straight to drill on that one. All right, they don't play until but February. You're right about Higby, though. I don't think they, they, they got, he got messed up. Higby's done. He's been putting up later. The tight end for the Bengals, done. What's his name? Who's man? Oh, yeah. All right, man. That sucks for him, too. He was balling. Yeah, uh, yeah he was balling. That boy crying, yeah. You know what I mean? That boy hurt because I think he just came back. The power of habit got me always saying Well, but now nah, this is a good ass game, though, man. We got got treated to another delight of good football. Um, who we man? These players postseason that fire. This postseason is yeah, fire. fire. I ain't gonna front. Shouts out to the NFL because this is like some NBA. You know what I mean? Like three great series type shit. So it's it's been dope. I ain't even thought about the funk yet. <laughs> I'm just I can't say that no more. Clean slate. Now I ain't gonna cry. I ain't been thinking about they funky ass either. So they get out here and start <laughs> playing some fucking football. What do you think? It's amazing, man, to see um these young bulls and the and the Bengals doing what they doing, and then it's also amazing to see um, guys that haven't won like in their whole careers start to win, like a Stafford and OBJ and um, yeah. guys like Von Miller that hasn't you know what I mean been nowhere in a long time. I think he got a ring with Peyton though, but he hasn't been there since. And um, you know, and then, and then my son, my son who deserves it so motherfucking much, he's the best player in the game. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Okay. So the, I mean, it, it's great to see these kids, man, all get to experience the Super Bowl and be there for the first time. Are they actually going to be a champion? Go ahead. How do, how do you feel? Do you feel like you'd rather the older dudes, like you were just saying, like Odell and them, get they, get they shine, get that all, or, or the young boys just get in there and get that done? Because I feel like the older kids, they need to get ahead and get that get that championship out of the way. You know what I mean? Just so they can have them develop. And them kids will be back. Because, yo, Joe Burrow got the I don't give a fuck in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that boy yeah. right. He's coming he, back. He looked like he was a bully. He might school, win the game. He do look like No, no, I was just saying that Burrow just looked like one of those, you know, those guys that was a bully in school and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he get all the girls and all that. So. Like, like, you know, like, old to him and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he just got that attitude. Like, I'm, I'm the man. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, he kind of remind me of a dude from, remember, the Titans, the quarterback. 
<laughs> he calling him Sunshine, bro. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of Sunshine a little bit. Just a little. Dad <laughs> C said the Bengals going all the way, bro. You got your money on the Bengals, Dad C? Nah, I, I think it's set up yeah, for I, to win it. Well, I want I want the Rams to win it. I do. Especially for my sons and them. Um, got a lot of kids over there with the Rams. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely rooting for them. But man, shout out yeah, to the Bengals who so I I I kinda felt that way, like people was kinda counting them out and I'm like Nah man. Bengals and Rams will be a great Super Bowl too, y'all. They're like, no, man, the Chiefs and the Rams. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Everybody's counting them out, and I'm like. I ain't have a problem with either one, but I thought the Chiefs were going to Keep it 100. Game. Keep it 100, though. All those, all those Chase and, and Burrow and all that, you saw my son. They needed Higgler to stand up and do what the fuck he needed to do. T. Higgler, he came in there. That boy, whoo, they couldn't stop him at, at a certain point. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, the boy wound up with 100. If you look at T. Higgins, look at his stats. This boy been averaging damn near 1,000 yards every season. Be a tree. Sorry. 
That's why he in the Super Bowl and might have a ring. No sorries for that one. That shit, that shit will be sold on Rodeo Drive in the year 2036. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put that future on him. Yeah, you you good, huh? bro. <laughs> no. Yeah, that is going to be great for him and Annie. They're going to have that motherfucker ring, and you will never be able to shut them up. Like, ooh, we'll smoke for hours. I know. <laughs> leave my kids alone. He could be good. He could be a bum on a good team. I shout out to him. Kudos. He a bum making. You know me, Corey Webster. It's all good. I'm making plays, bro. You can't be a bum making plays, bro. Bums, fuck. Your bums cost you the games. They don't fucking sit there and help you win and go to the Super Bowl. I'm, so, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Coy Wester, shout out to Coy Wester. 2.0 in Cincinnati. Good job. Why shout out to Coy Wester like Coy Wester was a bum or something? Spider-Man was the shit. Now nah, you ain't gonna put no Corey West on that boy's a whole bum. Corey West done put up stat numbers. This kid's a bum. Alright? And what all the bum activity, yo? You can't put Spider Man in that, bro. Yo, the, the bold joint should be up there, Shake Sam. Refresh the joint. Not what you want me to play. What's up? I think if he refreshes it, it doesn't do it. Compresses is up. I said, can you see him? Not unless you want me to play yeah. him. Okay, all right, man. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, see what Dan C. wants to say real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and go with these presses. Dan C. from California, what's going on, man? You got L.A. in the Super Bowl, man. What, what's good? Thank God you went to me first, dude. Eli Apple is not your son, bro. That made me call, drop everything I'm doing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Go no, back. you can't claim that guy. Go back. No. I always. The guy. <laughs> no, bro, that guy is horrible. And you he's said something. For the you said, said he, you, yeah, you he's said he can't son. be a bum. Yes, he. Yes, he can. He's no. a bum on a on a good team. You can't be a bum <laughs> on a team full of bums. No, you hey, gotta go. But you could be a he bum. He plays when you a bum, and, bro. And, and, Listen, Dancy. Dude, you were no bum. Way. You call these games a game. You don't help them win. What, 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 Bro, what world are y'all living you're in? You're as delusional as he is at calling Chia. What world are Chia. y'all living in? Like, you better shut up, oh, dog. I'm going to sit there that. and help a he good team go to the Super Bowl? That's what he y'all telling me? to help them go to the Super Bowl? No, you he got on play. a team that's good, yeah. and he elevated his gameplay. Great, but he is not. No. Bum on you know you're lying to yourself. He bro. never said he was good. I'm just saying he ain't no bum. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll He's live a with bum. That. He's living. I told you what's going to happen. He's going to smoke that shit his whole career. He's a bum. And so is DeAndre Baker. You damn bum. Buddy, my kids, bro. Leave the kids alone. 
You you child abuse him right now. Get the I I will abuse that man until I die. We drafted them. I will say this though. All jokes aside, all hyperbole aside, I will say that it does say something about the man who drafted those people way back when, right? With the exception of DeAndre Baker, but Mm -hmm. you look at Odell, you look at Hill, you look at uh, Hill was doing Reese era, right? Yeah, uh, Eric Flowers. Wow, yeah, you look at those well, guys. Maybe good old Reese wasn't as senile as we thought. Now, I think Reese was actually doing a better job before, he, you know, as he got fired. <laughs> well, it, and I'll, I'll use this as kind of a segue to the videos you're going to play, I guess. That's why this is kind of exciting because the whole building changed. Mara finally had to look in the mirror and be like, dude, we're doing it wrong from the ground up. You know what I mean? You know so, what, yeah, those though, guys had talent. We didn't we didn't utilize it, but. Hmm? I'm going to tell you what's interesting. Even though the bills are changing, I am excited. Please don't take the statement like I'm not excited. But he still stayed close to the vet. This search came through the tuna. It came through a lot of the people he knew, the GM. It came through a lot of the people he knew, and then the GM. Yeah. So the coach he wanted, which he's supposed to do, um, and which yeah. that guy has. It's kind of interesting. Huh? But, Damn, but at least, kind but of at least they never had ties back to us back in the day, you know. Right. And right, I do right. understand right. that, and, I'm, and I am a little bit skeptical of, of too many bills in the in the. We ain't the mafia over here, bro. Like, come on, we're in New York, <laughs> but we ain't hey, the bro. bills mafia. Like, there's this way is, too many of you guys. Have some reservations, now. man. Well, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Reservations about what? That there's too many bills coming over here? Like all oh, like that. You, you don't know. You don't factor, the bills factor. Well, all that. I'm on one just show, like, okay, I'm on, just going to wait and see how it goes. Yeah. But go ahead. You, I, I don't want to stop on your on, soliloquy. On one, on one of the shows, you touched on it. You said, like, when we, we got, we got uh, shown or Shine or whatever the hell the fool's name is, and uh, then you were like, Double, I don't know. I'm not sure I want all these. I don't. I'm not sure if I want all these leaves off the Bills tree. Yeah, shown. Yeah. Okay, I heard you say that too on uh, on the uh, spaces. Shown to yeah. show some. Okay, I'm with that. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying, um, I I remember Shake said too many Bills leaves off the tree, and it, dude, we got the GM, we got the OC, and now we got the offensive line coach is going to be the OC. I don't know if that's official, but it sounds pretty damn close. To official, that's a lot, and the Bills are a decent organization the last five, six years. But dude, that's a lot of people from the same family. Like we ain't the Bills, dog. Let's build something new. Like you don't talk to anybody at <laughs> meetings or gatherings or conferences, out of other scenarios. Well, pulling all from the one same. One thing pot. is, though, although we don't represent and keep those people the way we're supposed to up upstate, it's all still New York. I do like the fact that right? both of them. Trace back to Bill Parcell, uh, and I, I understand mm-hmm. like with Blackfield with the tuna. I think um, I, I I don't mind that consigliere, if you will, if we're going to yeah. do the mafia thing. And, and I'm going to fade to the back and go back on mute on this, but I'm going to re- I'm going to look up. I haven't had time to see like are the Bills fans upset 
about anybody that's left, like the diehards. Mm-hmm. I need to go look, like in their Twitter yeah. feeds and, you know, how, their activity oh, and how many oh, followers oh, they got. And see if they're upset, because if they're not too upset, I'd be upset about losing all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and from what my knowledge, you know, from what I'm hearing around, y'all know I read, like I said, I read. But <laughs> uh, from what I'm seeing is, like, they really trying to clutch on the Dorsey because of that. They're like, look, man, we ain't trying to lose no more of this status, bro. Like, And uh, the fans is like, Okay, yeah, you know I mean, like, we need to keep this staff together now. All right, fine, Do- they gone, that's cool, but we need Dorsey, and that's why it's like it, they looking at Dorsey like, oh, you can't go over there too. So I, that you go ahead and do your research, you gonna see it, but that's what I'm gathering. Let me play this presser now. We got the bow, Brian the bow. Um, it's a two part presser, so. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Y'all mute yourselves. Y'all be responsible. You know what I mean? But um, I'm going to start yeah. this right now. And this is the Brian DeBow, part one. Good morning. Um, first off, I'd like to thank everybody for for coming out this morning. And I also just, being my, you know, kind of my first weekend here, you know, I'd like to start off by thanking all the service workers, the first responders, emergency workers from this weekend. Uh, it's my first nor'easter I've been a part of. Obviously, Dave's and I brought the Buffalo weather over here, but I'd be remiss if I didn't thank you know all those who uh, you know helped keep our community safe over the weekend and, and clear the roads for us. So, um, the head coaching search began January 21st, shortly after I was hired. Um, John Mara, Steve Tish, Chris Mara, myself put together an extensive list of coaches that we would want to speak with. You know, we conducted Zoom interviews, several in-person interviews, and we cast a wide net when we did this. Um, after a lot of research on the various candidates, we came to the conclusion that Brian Dayball would be the best coaching candidate to lead the New York Giants in the 2022 season and beyond. Brian has an impressive uh, coaching resume that includes five Super Bowls and a national championship as a play caller. He's worked under several uh, well-respected leaders, you know, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Sean McDermott, and several others. Brian's ability to develop young players, his leadership qualities, his football acumen, his communication skills, and his ability to bring an organization together were all traits that really, really stood out. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you the 20th head football coach of the New York Giants, Brian Babel. How's everybody doing? We all right? Uh, look, just a first, a few, a few things here. Thank yous to John and Steve. Uh, appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Chris, who was involved in the interviews. Joe and the support staff uh, had a great visit here what it was, a week, 10 days ago, and uh, just very thankful and honored to, to be standing up here in this position. I thank the organizations that I've been part of, from ownership to management to coaches to support staff to players. I wouldn't be here without them. And then to my family, my wife, and my six kids, my wife Beth and the whole crew right there, you know, I love you guys. I look forward to this next journey. Got a lot of work to do. Um, 
That's for sure. But I think that this is a very enticing job to be able to work with Joe and tr try to create and build something that's very special and long-lasting. Um, not going to make any promises or predictions, but just, again, very grateful and look forward to, to working. Came here up on Saturday after I was off of the job, drove through the snowstorm. Uh, wasn't many people in the building. One of them was Daniel Jones. Um, so, you know, that's a good thing for, for a young player. Uh, I know he's excited. And... Uh, had some coaches in, did a lot of interviews so far. I'm not going to get into who it is, but I'm done with Zoom. It's been about 40 hours on Zoom the last two days, but uh, got a lot of work to do. Look forward to it. Look forward to working with you guys and trying to build something special here. Uh, again, just grateful and humbled for this opportunity. So, if you guys have any questions, you get one each. Dan Duggan from the Athletic, I'm going to violate your rule. I kind of have a two-part question. Um, Already, Dan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first day. <laughs> uh, are you planning to call plays? And then also, can you just describe what your offensive philosophy will be? Yeah, well, it's going to be dependent on, on the players. That's the first and foremost. I, I don't think you can – look, each place I've been, in particular, I'd say these last four years with Josh, we try to develop a system that was conducive to his skill set along with the other pieces that we added. That will be a work in progress. In terms of the play calling – I think that's a work in progress, too, Dan. We'll see who the offensive coordinator is, uh, who the rest of the staff is, and then we'll talk about that um, as we get going through OTAs and mini camps. Uh, but uh, it'll be important. That, that position, that offensive coordinator position, will be a, an important position for us. Hey, Brian. Daryl Slater from NJ.com. How you doing? Um, good. Good. There was a report out there a few minutes ago that uh, you're going to be keeping Patrick Graham unless he gets a head coaching job. It, first of all, is that accurate? And then what, do you, what are your impressions of Pat from afar and also from having worked with him in New England? Yeah, that's accurate. Uh, I've had a good relationship with Pat for some time in this league. Very diligent. He's smart. I think the players respect him. He understands different defenses. Uh, and I have a good working relationship with him. I did when I was back in, in, at New England. Uh, certainly we hope know that he has an opportunity to become a head coach. I think that's everybody's dream, but selfishly, I would, I would love him to be here. Uh, he offers a lot to our program. I think he'd be a great support system for me, and just uh, I'm hoping that that works out. Hi, Brian. Tina Cervasio, Fox 5. How are you? Um, good, very good. Great to talk to you. You mentioned, one of the first things you mentioned is how Daniel Jones was in the building, just yeah. like Joe Shane did the other day. So there's a lot of excitement with your hire from fans um, because of what you did do with Josh Allen. How do we kind of temper those expectations? What should we expect about the, your impact on this Giants offense and what you could do with Daniel? Yeah, we're going to take it day by day. Uh, look, we're not going to make any predictions, and I, I wouldn't do that to Daniel or really any player. I don't think that's fair to compare him to another guy that I was working with. Um, you know, he's, he's himself. We're going to find out what he does well. We're going to try to implement a system that suits him. And then it's our job to bring pieces in that help him to be the best version of himself and the best quarterback for us. Uh, he's got the right mindset. Uh, he's got good size. There's, there's a lot of things to like about Daniel. Um, and we'll just take it one day at a time. We'll work with him. We'll help him get better. We'll help him be a better leader. We'll help him be everything. You know, that's, that's our job as a coaching staff and as an organization. It takes everybody. It's not just, it's not just me. You know, it's the rest of the coaches on our staff. It's the scouts. It's the support staff. It's the ownership group. Uh, it, takes a, it takes a lot to raise a quarterback, if you will. Um, you know, and he's been, he's been around the block here these last three years with some different pieces. We're going to try to give him some stability and, and just take it from there. 
Brian, Paul Schwartz with the New York Post. Hey, Paul. Hey. Um, um, what, what do you think, um, you know, why are you ready for this now? Um, you know, there's been a trend of, you know, the two Super Bowl coaches are both young guys. Yeah. Younger. Um, there are older guys. You know, why do you think what, this is right in your... Am I young or old? What's that? What am I? Uh, to me, you're young. <laughs> I've been doing this for 21 years yeah. in the National Football League. And That's what did I, I mean. Did I interrupt you? Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, do you think this is right in your wheelhouse of, you know, the perfect time for you to get a head coaching job? Yeah, I don't know if there's ever a perfect time. You know, I've been doing this for 25 years, 21 years in the National Football League. Uh, you know, I've, I've been around the block. I've experienced a lot of different things. I've, I've witnessed, you know, different head coaches and how they do things. To sit up here and say that, you know, it's we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Like, like all I know how to do is work, work with people, try to build a culture, unite a building, inspire players, coaches, support staff, listen, learn, and then ultimately develop the people in our building. And that's not just the players. That's the, you know, QCs. That's the, the people underneath the, the head trainer. Like, that's, that's what we're going to try to do. Um, do I feel prepared? Yes. Do I know there will be some obstacles and challenges? Of course. Um, that's, that's this league. You know, you've got to be resilient in this league. Uh, certainly here you've got to be resilient, right? Hey, Brian. <clears throat> Ryan Dunleavy from the New York Post. There, obviously, you interviewed for a bunch of jobs. We know that Miami was interested in you. I'm curious why. Was this always the top <clears throat> of your list, this job, or was it like there's only 32 of them, I've got to take whichever one gets offered to me? Yeah, well, well I, I interviewed here twice, you know, once over Zoom and once in person. Um, have a ton of amount of respect for, for John and Steve and Joe and, and Chris and really the support staff here. Um, look, this was a dream come true, and you're, you're talking about the New York Giants, and I understand the challenges with that, and um, it's just a great opportunity that was afforded to me and my family. We look forward to it. Um, you know, we've been working here for two days. We've got, we got a long way to go here, but... Uh, just a historic franchise, uh, and uh, I look forward to being part of it. Hey, Brian, Tom Rock from Newsday in the back to your left. Gotcha. Hey, how you doing? Good. The handsome, bald guy with the beard. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, you've worked in a lot of places. Joe was talking a lot about um, being in lockstep and sharing a philosophy with with the head coach and GM. What are the benefits of that, and, and did that make this more of an enticing job for you than maybe going into another situation with, with a GM that you may not have had a relationship with? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think there's some, some foundational pillars that help an organization. It's not necessarily going to make you win. It's, it's hard to win in this league, as we all know. Uh, the leadership group between ownership, management, general manager, head coach, I think is a really important piece. And those guys have to be aligned. When you're not aligned, that's when things start going astray. And, and again, I'm not guaranteeing that we're going to do anything. I just think that alignment is so critical because when you're aligned, you can communicate well with one another and you can develop a plan. And that plan is going to be important. And we're starting from scratch. Uh, there's a lot of things we've got to get done. And after that plan, now we're looking to, to bring in the right kind of people. Um, so... To answer your question, yes, it's absolutely, I think it's absolutely important uh, that we have shared alignment, shared vision, shared core principles and values of, of the type of people we want to bring. And let's not forget, this is a people business, too. There's X's and O's, but this is a people business. It's about leading, it's about cultivating, and it's about inspiring. Um, 
and I'm fortunate that, that I was offered this job. Justin Walters, Pix 11, right here down the middle. Hey, Welcome Justin. to New York. Thanks. While you said you're not making any predictions or promises, you did mention that you do have a good idea how this fan base feels. How much pressure does that put on you and Joe Shane to get this turned around sooner rather than later? I think it's we're just going to try to do things the right way. Um, there's pressure with every job in this business. Obviously, we're here in New York. We understand the market. Uh, but the pressure is going to be put on ourselves, too. We're going to do everything we can do to, like I talked about before, build an organization which we feel is the right way, unite the building, inspire some people, listen, learn, and, and develop. Um, if you're prepared, the pressure is less. Uh, so you know, we're going to do everything we can do to, to try to put together a good product on and off the field. Uh, Neil Best from Newsday to your left in the back. Um, How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm good, thanks. Good. Um, uh, obviously, you're aware coming in of the instability in this position the last six years or so. In the interview process, did you um, ask for and or receive any assurances about you know, patience from ownership? No, no. I had a good conversation with them. I think we got to know one another. Uh, the NFL is an unstable world, regardless of where you're at. Um, so your job is to do the best you can do, build relationships, and try to build a good program. Um, and not just, again, it's not about me sitting up here. It's about us collectively as an organization from top to bottom. And, you know, it was really, we had really good conversations, not just with the ownership, but with all the support staff from the training room to the equipment room to the video guys. Uh, it takes everybody. And, again, it's, there's no guarantees, but if you have people that are in lockstep, that are working together toward a common goal, that that are unselfish, uh, that are humble. I think that's the, the start of something. Hey, Brian, Bruce Beck, NBC4 New York. Welcome. Hey, Bruce. The Bengals won two games two years ago, four games last year, and now they're in the Super Bowl. So why not the Giants? And realistically, can you be a contender quickly? Yeah, I'm just, right now I'm just trying to hire staff. Uh, that's, you're going to try to get me early on that right now, okay? We're just try, we'll, we'll cross those bridges when we get to it. Obviously, uh, that's impressive, you know, those numbers that you gave me, but uh, let's just start crawling before we, we walk. Is that good enough for you? Okay. Brian, back here to your left, Mike Garofalo, NFL Network. Hey, good to see you, the, buddy. Uh, nice hat. Thank you. Well, this is the bald, bearded section, apparently. I got you. Right. Yes. Got my um, feet back there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of times the hot head coaching candidates are outstanding coordinators, play calls, play callers. You've certainly done uh, your fair share of that and been successful the last couple of years. When ownership asks you or, you know, we're asking you what makes you ready for the other part of this job, the old proverbial leader of men thing, what, what have you learned over the years with all the coaches that you've worked with in that department? Yeah, I think four, four to five things that, that come across the top of my head right now as you ask that question. One, you have to be authentic. Uh, you know, Joe spoke of the mentors that I've had, and I have, and I owe those guys a lot. But I've learned you have to be yourself in this business, and that's what I aim to do. I'm a people person. Um, I think I'm a good leader, and that's the first thing, to be authentic. The second thing I think that I've learned is you have to be consistent in this position. Um, you know, to get up in front of a room, I know it's an offense. You guys are all the players out there after a bad game and own it and talk to those guys and give them the things we didn't do well, the things that I didn't do well on a consistent basis, I think that helps, and not riding a roller coaster, which probably 
you know, my younger days, I was a little bit on that coaster. Uh, clearly communicating your expectations and standards goes a long way with these men. Uh, obviously, understanding what you're talking about, Mike, knowledge of whether it's offense, defense, the kicking game, whatever that may be, and at the end of the day, relationships. Um, and I'm a big relationship guy. I love my players. I want to get to know them off the field. I think that's where it starts. Um, so, I mean, those five things, I think, are, are stuff that I've learned along the way. And it's been quite a long journey. You know, 21 years is, seems like 50 years, you know, in normal time. Um, so those are some of the things. <clears throat> All right, that's part one of Brian DeBose pressing a couple of things. Um, one thing that I like is when they asked him, just now, it was like, um, why not the Giants? And gave the Bengals numbers and all that. And he said, man, I'm just trying to build a staff right now, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I'm just trying to build a staff. You, you trying to get me to jump off the bridge already, dog. Like, come on. So I like that. Um, and then um, I like what he had to say about Graham and, and um the organization, how it's a dream come true and all that good stuff. Like I like all that. That was good. It was something else that he said before, but I, I, I think once y'all start talking about it, I'll remember. But um, the thing that I don't like, man, all right, is the same thing that I feared, man. It's this fucking Daniel Jones shit, man. And I knew it. Like, I knew. And, and look, I'm not even going to say, like, it's set in stone right now. But it just don't look good, man. It don't look good. It look like they're going to back this quarterback up, see what he got, and they're going to go from there. And I don't want it. Be done with this guy, man. Do not put your job on the line for this fucking quarterback. I'm telling you it's going to be a mistake. I'm telling you it's going to be a mistake, Brian. Brian, please, if you're listening, please let him go. I got the floor. Go ahead. First part. Can I one. jump in first? Since I've, got been, it. I've been so patient. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna say something brief brief about Dable. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how I feel. <clears throat> I've been here three times in the last six years. So I'm gonna say the same thing about him that I said about everybody else. Show me the money. That's how I get there. Show me the money. I get it. Yay. Resume. Yay. Check. You're a little. You're a lot different than everybody else, where you came from, what you built, head coach, first time. I get all that. Yay. I'm good with it. Show me. I'm, I've been here for 10 years. Nothing has happened. Everybody has said things. Be the first to prove me wrong and just don't bring lip service. Bring eye service meaning as we should be able to see it translate on the field. I'm not telling you to change this franchise in one year. Please do if you can, but I get it. I should see some difference. That's all I want. I get it. I got what he said. I heard what he said three times. Listen to the presser three times. So this is what I'm going to say now concerning Daniel Jones because of what you said. Shakes, it's not us. 
you have to understand one thing. They see the things that we saw whenever we wanted. Whenever we saw the bad, like, damn, yo, he really can't get protected. Damn, yo, he's in an abusive relationship. Damn, this kid, man, he just needs so much around him so he could just possibly be good. All the things that people say about the late, great Eli Manning at some point in his career. They wanted him gone after the first two years. Guess what, though? It didn't work out like that. It was some pieces and some things and some people that believed, and they put it together and got it right. And lo and behold, Lord, by the graces of God, fourth year, Super Bowl champion. Is that what's going to happen with D. Jones? Oh, my goodness. We would all love to see that, right? But these guys see what we see when it comes to what is wrong, Jakes. Literally, the ghetto men, the moves, the never getting the line, his players being hurt. I told you they was going to use all of these things as excuses just to make sure this kid is not thrown out with the bathwater. Again, I'm going to keep emphasizing it. We all understand this kid is not the one. But they want to feel that he's not the one by putting the things around him so they won't feel bad about what it is. Dable's on board because Shane is on board. That's his right-hand man. But please don't get it twisted, Shakes, like you said. They just saying that for now. He will prove either all of you guys right and all of them wrong, or he will prove them guys right and all of us wrong. That's all that's going to happen. You will get your quarterback, Montaigne. Will it be a Montaigne? We'll find that out. Will they bring in competition? They have no choice. Will they draft one? We're all hoping. But it's not us, Montaigne. It's not. They see what we saw when it was bad for him. And that's how they feel. They, yo, he feels like, a, like he got to save his child. Shane feels like I got to save this kid. Mara feels like I did this to him. I abused him. He just needs a good home. And Shane feels like, you know what? We're going we, we gonna to take care of you, son. We're going to take care of you and see what you got. And that's it. And that's why it's making you mad because we all know what it is. They just feel the difference. If Daniel Jones was any other quarterback, and I don't have to say nothing else, y'all know what I'm going with, he would not even be a, a thought. Black yeah. crazy. I mean, I, I truly believe, yeah, yeah, I truly believe if Daniel had the same coach for his whole tenure, he wouldn't be here no more. That's how I truly feel. You know what I mean? I truly feel that. But due to the fact that the, the general manager knew exactly what he did, he know what he did. He sat there and watched it. Then towards the end, when he couldn't have his way, he saw him tossing chairs out there in the suite. He's a bitch. Okay? He's a whole bitch. Um, so he's the reason why we're going to be stuck and, hand, you know, handcuffed to this guy, the GM, the coach, everybody there for. He came out and said it before we even hired the GM again. So, but hopefully, this relationship won't be a deal. Tanner, eat that cake, man. LLP, where you at, bro? Went to the cut.
I'll jump in then. Um, I fully expect to draft a quarterback. I, I think we're done with Daniel Jones. But these interviews and all these little um, clips or quotes coming out do tell me, yeah, probably getting pressure from above to not give up on the kid. But, dude, financially, the the structure of the contracts and the deals, like, we're dead in the water. If he has a flat – like, in order for this guy to be the the quarterback of the New York Giants, he has to be good for two years, solidly good, consistently. So that means you're going to have to pick up the option and or take the gamble and then sign him to league average of a quarterback deal on a two-year deal. No, man. The the financial the financial side of me tells me this that's it for this guy, and the owner mm-hmm. that's like the last thing he's holding is the last down. thing he's holding on. Oh, it's the last thing he's so, holding on, and I think this new regime will definitely draft a quarterback and groom him and tell up above oh, whatever they want to hear that yeah Daniel's got to get healthy first and he's definitely still the starting quarterback of the New York Giants. Nothing. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. And then you have a good preseason game, and the conversation's on. The battle has begun. That's what I fully expect. And I won't be convinced otherwise because that's all I have to cling to to hope. All right, so I'm glad you said that because, to me, that's the reason why I don't think that he will be here. Now, he's old. This option in May, I believe. Y'all can go Google it, find out, whatever. But I know he's owed this option in May. And if you pick this option up, that means he's going to make $21 million, um the next year, I believe. Like I said, Google it, y'all see what, yeah, I mean, correct me, because I don't know the full details, but I know exactly, like, he gets that option on, in May whether they're going to pick it up or not. Now, they pick it up, he's going to be owed $21 million, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's what's going to happen. <clears throat> I think they're going to go ahead and trade him off at draft time or even after the draft. But I don't believe that he will be here. And then they're going to either get somebody, hopefully my man Obama, and they make that, that big old splash in the off season. Or they're going to draft a guy, which preferably my choice would be Kenny Pickett because I don't like nobody else in this draft. Um, that will just give me that Haskins vibes to me again. I'm just, I'm sorry, it does. It just does. But um, other than that, yeah, like, I, I just don't think that Daniel Jones will be here. If he is, man, I like I said, I'm taking my little stance and I'm not watching. Now, I'm not saying I ain't going to watch all year. Man, I can't even believe wrong. you said Haskins, bro. Haskins yeah, is yeah. crazy, right. bro. That's right. I'm yo, getting I thought I was, I thought vibes, I was bro. Mute. You, yo, yeah, he's no nothing like that vibes, kid, bro. He's I'm nothing like that. I'm vibes, bro. He's more Lamar Jackson-ish than anything. Look, look I'm going to tell you this, though. Even though I'm saying that now, and I'm saying he's giving me that Haskins vibes now, Throughout the whole draft process, it is subject to change. I can't fall and say, oh, you know what, this kid, he do got it. Like, once I see him myself in this NFL atmosphere. But as far as what I've seen so far of him, the vibes I get is Haskins to me. I'm like, uh-oh, not this again. 
Not this again. Oh, I don't want to do this again. Oh, no, we're not going to do this again. Got here, ODC with the, we've got to get rid of shit. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, not trying to do it. Not trying to do it. Mm -mm. But we're going to see. We're going to see throughout the process on that one. But, again, um, yeah, I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy, man. I don't think he will be. That's why I said he got to prove us right and them wrong. Very interesting point that Nancy brings up because that brings the business into it outside of just being attached to Mara. But Mara is the business. He's willing to give all of his money. Yep. So I don't know, yep. bro. I don't know how and that works out. And, and remember me and J-Rock said it first, Black, and I don't know if you're on board with it or not. Let him have a season and make the playoffs. Y'all can forget it. He's going to pay that kid. Y'all can forget it. You better hope and pray that he don't make no playoffs or nothing like that because they're going to feel they got they got. And yeah, we all but like for watching. I mean, let's yep. say Daniel Jones goes crazy. Isn't like the best he could be is like uh, it's kind of doing disservice to this name, but since it's fresh in our mind, the game. But Jimmy G, like, isn't he striving to be that like mediocre game manager? You need a, a complete team behind you to get you anywhere. I'm a, I'm a, so like, I'm if that's you the right bar, now, I'm the most biased the dude in the world. Doing? That is not the bar. I hate that dude. I think Daniel Jones is better than Jimmy G. I'm being serious. That's how I feel. Don't no. Him up to me. I'm going to go on top. I hate that dude, bro. Nah. Yeah, nah. I don't like Jimmy G neither. Jimmy G's a bum. But Daniel Jones is no Jimmy G. And and, and I kind of agree. That's the bar. You're right. Yeah, I kind of do agree with Dan C. As far as, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as Daniel Jones, I think that is the bar. I think that is the bar. You, We're talking about a Jimmy G and the, at the most, like the highest would be Tannehill. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm at no, that, but, but that's, that's the, the highest, though. But, that's the highest. But that's the level I'm at. I, and guess what? That's the level I'm at. He won't right ever get that. Tannehill. He won't even get that far. Uh, he will nah, be lucky it, to get the Jimmy G level. Listen, listen like, to me very Especially with where we're at. With where we're at, it's sign a veteran, draft a prospect. Build the defense and, see, and we're line. all talking, and then, this is what we do every year. We talk. You have another defense. year to draft a, a quarterback if you find yourself in the competition. This is the ground floor. If Daniel Jones comes in and he's okay with his neck and everything's good, right? Because his neck is, you know, protect your neck, Daniel. Um, mm-hmm. And we turn out to be mediocre. He fucks up our 2023 selection. That's the point. I'm trying to get But you got to draft a pro, you got to draft a prospect and you got to sign this a year. veteran and you got to This is what right this year Dan, and then you got to make it a competition that it's his Thank job you. and but his job Until Carol Coral gets in here and yeah. takes it or how it's his job and takes it. but it's That's also it's these three guys jobs too Yeah dude, Yeah you do. I don't like one of them I don't either bro like they bullshit Guess what guess what Shakes. That's because of how you feel. But remember, you felt the same way about Herbert till he did some things, and now you talking mm-hmm. sunshine. So I, I, I got to see Daniel Bowles and all that, man. We end up, I see all these shits, and then I, I, but right now, bro, That's I don't like point, none man. of them besides Pickett, bro. Pickett is the only yeah. one I can deal with. That's cool, man. You feel me? That's cool. But I'm keeping it with y'all. If y'all only looking at Kenny Pickett, y'all not really doing y'all due diligence. It's some boys in this draft that can spin that rock, and that played against serious competition and bust Kenny Pickett ass too, by the way. 
Matt Corbin, get that out there. Watch that game. You want to see what's up? Watch Pittsburgh. Bull 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 it's bullshit, bro. Don't do that. The only thing that boy got on him is he Devontae Smith for a quarterback. He is doo-doo, son. His last he doo-doo, game. Baby. Yo, he, he, he got injured in the last game, bro. He doo-doo, baby. Nah, t- see, I'm not going to do that, bro. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I got it. All right, watch. We're going to see. Watch. Hey, no, shake. Trust me. Hey, I know. Shake. I know who doo doo. You waiting to steal somebody's child? It's okay. Right. That, that's what he's doing right now. He's trying to hop on. The only one I like out of them. Wait till you see. And tell us why. Everybody else is doo No, give me why they do. Tell me why they do. I need to hear this part. Ain't nobody Montana out this motherfucker, bro. We're talking about average ass quarterbacks, yo. Yeah, he ain't okay. watching. I know that for a fact. He ain't watching. Oh, yeah. get to yeah. that, bro. Oh, it's a career back. He ain't watching. Watch. Yeah, yeah he ain't watching. See what I'm talking about? He ain't watching. Once he talking like that, then he even compared Willis to Haskins. I know he ain't watching. He ain't doing Oh, oh I'm a man. Who are you? He ain't giving me that damn time. Yo, you know what, yo? You know what this damn time is reminding me? Uh, it, it's okay. reminding me of 2019, bro. You mean it really is? Nah, don't do this. Don't do no. this, six, because you actually. Oh, it is reminding me of 2019. 2018 oh, with no. the Saquon Barkley joint. 2019 okay, is when everybody was sitting there like, we gotta get a quarterback, and then we ended up with Daniel Jones. Okay, so I'm just, Your I'm just saying. All right, I'm not, I'm done. Go ahead, fine. Y'all, y'all got it. Nah, Shakes, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do that, Shakes, because um, you asked me early in the season. You said, LRP, I need you to look at these quarterbacks, bro. Look at these quarterbacks, bro. Hey, you doing your homework? Look at these quarterbacks. You told me to. You asked me yep. to. Mhm. Yep. Oh, my too. And I told you yep. I, I was done. I didn't want to do it no more, and I didn't yep. want to do it, and which yep. I have been. Mm-hmm. If you know, and I told you you was. Everybody you else go got. Ahead. Everybody else got sons. Mm-hmm. I only have one. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you this right now. You asked me. You told me. Asked me to do it. I did it, and I told you these mm-hmm. names earlier. Mm-hmm. And those names to this day are still better than Daniel Jones. And can give oh, yeah. that bridge that you need. So I hope mm-hmm. you're not saying that these kids are doo-doo because now you're backtracking because you were looking at – you wanted quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I understand that you want the veteran in Obama. Mm-hmm. But I understand that that is very, very far-fetched. All right, so let me stop this because you, you get nacho on me right now, right? So let me stop. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> I need him to explain that. What does that mean? No, I like you. You got this. I need you to explain you're, you're dragging that. out the whole shit. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're dragging it all. I get, I get it. Right? Hey, hey and I'm interrupting you so you could yell at me. I'm, I'm interrupting you so you could yell at me because I heard you yell at someone else about the Obama thing. And a customer mm-hmm. came out, and I didn't hear the answer. You were like, I'm not going to say this again. I, I don't know who Obama is, man. I don't know who, oh. who you're referring to. 
So all right, all right, for the last time, Russell Wilson. Okay, Russell Wilson is Russell. Obama. Oh, I figured it's some first black something, but I thought it was going to yeah. be the draft. Yeah, yeah Russell Wilson. Of, uh, Russell Wilson. Wilson. But then you Obama. Then you slandered yeah. him, and I was like, I'm lost. All right, <laughs> Russell Wilson. No, I didn't slander. No, I want, I want, oh, I want Obama in here. The context of what you're saying, I want to hear what you're going to say because, yeah, go ahead. But but about the Obama. Yeah, you were saying you oh, what I was about to say already. I don't know, man. Just keep going. I just needed to know what Obama meant, and I felt bad. Oh, no. That, that, that's someone, it. That was Russell Wilson, bro. That was Russell All right. Wilson. All right. Now, to, back to you, LRP. Here's the thing. I told you Daniel Jones is bullshit. I told you that you need to go ahead and look for some quarterbacks for me. And you said, no, me too, right? Daniel Jones going to do it. And I said, yo, no, listen, when it when it all boils down, when the smoke all clears, you're going to look at these quarterbacks, and you're going to come back to me, and you're going to give me all this list and blah, 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 and that's exactly what happened, right? But <laughs> when you gave me this list, hey, listen, hold on, let me finish, let me finish. When you gave me this list, I watched these kids, okay, because that's what I wanted. I wanted you to give me a list of these guys that you were impressed with, so I can go ahead and watch them myself because you have been on a hot streak with these quarterbacks. I give it, to you. I give it to you, bro. You have been on a hot streak. You mean Kyler Murray and the, all that shit, right? Um, I can't remember, but you you on the roll, right? So I'm like, let let me find another one, find another one. Go ahead, the one that you enamored with. That's what I want. I want you to, the one that, the Zach Wilson's, all that shit, yeah, that. I want you, I want that this year because Dan Jones is gone. He's gone because he's not going to sit here and prove me wrong this year. I know what he's going to do. This is the year that he's going to prove me right. And obviously, he's not the guy. I want him gone. But here's the thing. You gave me that list, I watched him. I don't like none of them, Okay. I don't like none of them, but Pickett, all right? And I actually seen Pickett myself and pointed him out like, oh, because I think he was facing Miami. And I was like, oh, this kid Pickett kind of nice. And he was like, yeah, that's one of the guys that I point, uh, gave you the list. And I was like, I looked back at the list, and he was there. So, yes, Pickett, right? That's the only guy. The other motherfuckers I, that I'm looking at is doo-doo. Okay? They do do. Thanks for the names, but they're do do. Okay? Now, you want to say they're better. Let me finish. They're better than Daniel Jones, right? Yes, they are better than Daniel Jones. Thanks for giving me those names that's better than Daniel Jones. But I'm not looking for fucking better than Daniel Jones. I'm looking for Montana. Okay? So don't give me this fucking bullshit. Don't give me these generics. All right? Thanks. They are better than Daniel Jones. I appreciate it. But they're still generics. I want Montana. Okay, can I ask you a question, Shake? Because uh, I, I, know next year's, I know next year's draft. I know the top five in next year's draft already. So I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you a question. Do you mm-hmm. feel Bright Young is a Montana? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you feel Bright Young is a Montana, right? Yeah. Then yeah. Daniel He's Jones one of those top elites that I'm looking at. Listen, listen, and, the, and the kid listen. in Miami, and um, your, there's your, a couple your, of your son. But go ahead. Our, yeah, our, our, your son, 
The kid in Tennessee mm-hmm. hooker. Rattler's coming out next season after his transfer. We could get into all that another time. If right. you feel Bryce Young is a Montana, then you mm-hmm. should be the biggest Daniel Jones advocate in the world. Go ahead. Because exactly. he will fail, right? And once that what? happens, we'll be, he'll fail. And once okay. we get right. back there, somebody new's going to come in, and I don't expect him to win whatever amount of games to knock us out of the top five. Guess what? Bryce Young is going to be right there. They'll be forced to do it. And Dable and Shane are the guys to do that right there. Their track record proves it. They'll go up for a guy that they want. So you might want to root for Daniel Jones. Think about it. So basically, let me, let me just get this correct on what you're saying. So if they give Daniel Jones a shot, well, we would it. have a shot at Bryce Young. Yes, indeed. If you the following if he season, does, if that, you that's what you're trying to sell me on. Listen, listen to what I'm, listen to oh, what no, I'm saying. Ahead. I'm just trying to understand. You feel he's not the guy, and we're going to uh-huh. lose with him, right? He's not the guy. Right, right. right. How many right, games right. did you give Daniel Jones healthy this season? Right off the top of your head, Paul. I don't know, bro. But not I much. Know, but, but go but, ahead. But, go your okay, not much. So, so the chances of being in the top ten is high, right? Right. Okay, so if we're in the top ten, Shane and Dable are the type of dudes to go up and grab a uh, quarterback if they're in the top right. ten. The their track record proves it. Yeah. So it gets that bad after they made that decision, they're going to be uh, forced to do something like that. So you might want to move for Daniel Jones. You know, that, that's a great sell, and um, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Go ahead. I, I, I'm good with that. You, you you sold me on that. And Daniel Jones might not be so bad. All right, go ahead. Thanks. You are my friend. I was I was not expecting that. I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't. But that's what I do. I do the unexpected. You can't spell unexpected without e. That's what I do. Because like the way I the way I hear it. I kind of think he kind of believes in Daniel Jones a little bit, but he's asking Shakes, if you think he's so horrible, double down, and we'll be in a similar position next year with a little bit more cohesiveness. To get the actual Montana that I would possibly want. That, that's smart. And get who you want. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's the, we all believe that, right? We all believe that he's going to fail. I said that three times, right? We all believe that. So he has to prove us right, and then. But I don't know if we. I don't know if he's going to. I don't know if he's going to fail. Top eight. Okay. Oh, we don't know. That's the top eight. But y'all know. I don't, you know I, the the, the chances for I mean, me is the that. high that he is going to be bullshit. So yeah, it, okay. it makes sense to me. I got a high chance. There you go. There you go. I got a high chance of them succeeding. Actually. Okay. So let's stay on the. What the hell is happening right now? This is what's going on. Is we in the twilight? First time I said it out loud, but I believe that he'll be successful. I believe he can be. You still? No. In black and white. No. Don't try to take my man from his front. I'm not even going to get into it. Do your thing. Yeah. I heard. That's all I'm going to say. I don't need to add nothing to it. That's all I'm going to say. I just okay. All right. 
And I want to ask Shakes, uh, you would trade for Russell Wilson then? Like that, that you would do that? I don't yeah, know I would do that. that. Yeah, I would. That, you, so, Dan, get into the money thing. No, just two first. You would give. I'm just going to keep it right there. You would give up the five and the seven. Let's just say that. Was I wouldn't give up the it. five and the seven. I will give up the seven and the next year. Seven and next year. And I don't know where his contract is. I think it's almost up, right? So we'd have to pay. They'd probably eat it the first year, then we eat the whole thing. I'll give you an article. I, I gave it to my boys, man. I want you to read it. Okay. Yeah, give it to me because I get it, but I feel like we're so much further than that. Got you. Like, I got you, bro. We need, got we need I'm to, send it to you. develop cohesiveness. But, okay, yeah, send it to me. I got you. Dan C., can I just throw a disclaimer in there? Shakes, know that dude that wrote the article. <laughs> no problem. Bro. I don't yeah, care who it is. Yeah, we say everything. I would say, bro. It was just a like, bro. I was like, you got it, bro. As long as it's not That's like, so I asked true. Corner Larry what he thought. Right. So I, I never that. even heard of this dude before. <laughs> I clicked on the article. I clicked on the article. It said working for some papers, huh? <laughs> Who is that? I work for the paper. <laughs> right. No, I'm sure. Hey, dude, if it makes sense, because I kind of was on yeah, that. I changed it my. Uh, it, you know what it is? He broke I, down. I would welcome it, but salary, I don't. Right. I feel like we're just too far away for that. You know what I mean? Like it'd be nice if I don't know why we were. I don't know why Clinton and I keep telling me that shit ain't happening, man. This man said we build it through the draft, yada yada. What the hell are we doing with that? Yeah, you mean for like we're building from the ground up? Yeah, we we build it to the draft. We're not giving up no damn assets. Yeah, no yeah, no, I just I can't. No, I can't. No, Obama I want, I want, I want, and I hope you guys are okay with me using him as Obama. I want Obama to be the future man. Why you ain't read it? I want him to develop, and I want him to succeed, <laughs> and then we pay him it, a second deal. Dan, can I, I just say something to you really quick? You didn't get I want the Joe memo, Burrow, man. I want no, no, no. Listen to me. You stopped being Caucasian years ago. I don't know what you've been doing with yourself for the last couple of years, but you're not Caucasian. Yeah, but just get that out there. Yeah, I mean, really good deal. I'm just saying I want a young stud who's just freaking crazy, bro. But you know what's so crazy? When you look at Burrow in his first couple of years, he wasn't the stud like that when he was like that. Uh, but nah, nah, no, bro. Out. Last year, nah. Last year, that's all about. I said, oh, bro, bro, was he, he, he came he up with the burrow, bro. You feel me? He got his burrow, bro. He came in, but he got hurt. Yeah, got hurt early. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about the NFL, brothers. I'm not talking about the NFL. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the NFL. I'm talking about. Why would I talk about my son in the NFL? I'm talking about. We don't know, bro. We don't know. Right. We don't know. But guess what? But I, the okay. same thing I, I like saw in Joe thing. Burrow, Freezy saw in Mac Jones. Nobody believed in Joe Burrow. I'm keeping it real. I don't remember nobody being oh. like, you know, he nice, nice. Nobody was talking like that. that except for me. He's a flash in the pan because he transferred. Yeah, in because he had everybody. Mm-hmm. And had all them receivers and running backs and all that. And all them defensive players and all that. I remember. But. Guess what? You saw the same thing in Mac Jones. They said, oh, he got Devontae Smith and, you know what I'm saying, Mechie and, you know what I'm saying, all these guys. And look at the running backs and all of these. And I, and you was like, nah, yo, he got a little something with him. And I said, yo, you know what? I'm going to keep it real. He hides. 
Look at him now. Look at him now. It's like Carson Strong. Kind of remind me of that's a Jones, fact, Carson and I Strong. think that's him right there. I believe in my heart Carson Strong is a more athletic Mac Jones. That's what I believe. Yep. And I see the Herbert and Pinkett. Everybody knows I said that a long time ago. I'm dead serious. I see it. I see it in him. I see the Herbert in him. I see it. Yeah, and I and I just use Joe Burrow's name because it's the most recent thing. But I mean, I want a young dude who we bring in and instantly makes us better, and then we develop and rule. You and heard we what Shea said, right? Second deal. Are they better than Daniel Jones? Yes, they are. But I want a Montana. He believes in Bryce Young. Yeah, I know. Like I know, but that's his mantra. Tua. That's his. I name. know. We know. I'm just saying. I know we all want that, but it's about picking that. I don't know. How, I don't know how to pick that. Saying where you got off. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, a, I'm gonna do so you I'm a ready favor. I'm gonna take a stab and I'm gonna, right now. And I'm a, right, but I'm gonna do you a favor and I'm gonna get out the way. You ready? And I don't want you to feel any kind of way sad about what I'm about to give you. Okay. With the number two selection in the draft, the Detroit Lions pick Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett. I just need you to know that. Right. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Take us and just go down your list. I need someone in the building, bro, in the, a first-round talent. You get a Corral or a Howell with your first-round talent, a, a Bailey Zappi in the second or third round. If no, you rock, because and let the quarterbacks them rock. will always rise. Bro, once this Super Bowl is over, them. all we're going to watch is round, college kids playing against air. And the whole world's gonna go crazy over everything. Like when Zach Wilson threw that running the opposite way dart down the field, seventy yards stride. I've never seen anything like this. Well, yeah, he was against air, and we all fall in love, and the quarterbacks rise, and your hand gets pressed, and that's what's gonna happen. And I hope it does. And I hope they take a damn quarterback at five, and either trade back or just pick the you know if Kayvon's there, take that fool, get an edge, and let's go. But draft the QB, bro. Alright, um, sorry, I fucking call there. But, um, we're supposed to play part two, so I'm going to do that while we go off of air in this first, um, well, the live section of the show. Then we'll talk about it or whatever, and then we'll give our closing statements. It's about 9.30, yeah. So, yeah, seems like that's how we'll roll with it. So here's part two of Brian DeBow. Hey, Brian. Hey, Kim. How are you? Great, thank you. Good to see you here. Yeah, what's up? No, I was just letting you know, after the two minutes, it's going to get dumped out, and you're going to have to restart it. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? I'm glad you said that. So, you know what? I'm going to play it right after that. Then. We'll just finish this live section off, and then I'll play it afterwards. I'm glad you said that, because it's definitely yeah. going to blaze up in motherfuckers' airways. You know how yeah. that goes. And you, yeah, and, and you know what? We won't be cut off, and if she feels she want to be a sucker, she could do it to Dable. <laughs> No doubt, man. So, um. We ain't done, Shakes. You're going to talk about these quarterbacks, man. I want to hear the doodle baby 
come out. I need I need to hear it. I'm tired. No, bro, you ain't gonna just get away with calling these kids. Dude, they they, they remind just, me of 2019, man, all over again. That ain't that ain't it. That ain't it, bro. I'm gonna keep it real with you. This class, and I'm gonna go on record. This class is better than 218 and 219. I'm going that far with the amount of quarterbacks, not just the Lamar. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about the Lamar and, and, and Mahomes. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about the amount. There right, so are more ask, quarterbacks in this draft that are better than 218. Nobody Let me up. ask you this then. Since you're saying that. Yeah. You, you, you personally, yeah. nobody okay. else, no critics, no nothing. You personally, who are you impressed with? Quarterback wise, five people, but I know who's going to be off the board, right? So I'm going to answer your question concentrated. I'm moving Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett out of the way because I believe Houston is going to choose Malik Willis and I believe Detroit is going to choose Kenny Pickett. This is me. So let's go to the next three Ritter, Corral, and Carson Strong. Those are, those are the next three that I believe is in the building. That's first rounders that I think if they go in the first round, you ain't going to have no beef with. Second rounder, Sam Howell, Zap, Bailey Zappi. Now, if you're going to pass that, I don't want nobody past that because ain't nothing for me to think about after that. I ain't even doing with all the whole Brian Robinson, Oskaloosa, the dude from UCLA and all them dudes. I ain't rocking none of that. You feel me? So... Ritter, I apologize. Just gave me those names. And Ritter. Okay. You, you said Ritter. You said Ritter. You said Ritter. Yeah, all right. So, all right, cool. All right, so you gave me these names. Mm-hmm. All these guys that you just mentioned, you would sit there and hand them the reins as a franchise quarterback? I don't throw that word around like I will hand him the reins as my starting quarterback. You know if he's a franchise guy in his first three years. I mean, if you draft him the first or second round, that's a guy that you're saying he's a franchise quarterback to me. No, bro, that ain't how that go. That ain't how that go. That is not how that go. You hoping they turn out to be your franchise quarterback because you give them some time. But we give quarterbacks three years, my brother. You know that. They boot no, that's not out what I'm saying. When he was not as far as okay. Yes, thank you. Yes, I think somebody I'm took it out of my mouth, right? My starting, starting, no, that was me. That was me that said that. Okay. They booed Josh Allen. That was me. Right. No, no, no. When when he said. I'm not saying that as far as the talent-wise. I'm saying that as far as the investment-wise, the organization. You sit there and take a quarterback first or second round. That's an investment that you're saying, that's my guy, that's my franchise quarterback. Whether it's this year or next year, we believe that this guy is the franchise quarterback. That's what I see. When when you do something like that, that's that's what I'm seeing. So, and, I got, and I get that, but... I'm saying I see where you're coming from, but all I'm throwing on is where I come from is that we give a quarterback three years. So let me 
This is a great question. I grant that, grant that. But what I'm saying is, so basically, you Mm -hmm. would do that. You would draft that quarterback and say, "This is your organization for the next three, at very least." Yes, yes, yes. But one of those guys I named, absolutely, bro. Hating the fact that Pickett and Willis will be gone. Yes, indeed. Nah. I want to take. I want to take the Rams approach. Absolutely. Go ahead, Dan. See what you got. I want to. I want to take the Rams approach. We're going to draft you, and if you ain't it, we're off. We're shipping you to Detroit. We're out. Now let's sell the farm while we develop our team. Because that's what I'm saying. We got more to develop than a quarterback. But let's do it all at the same time and weed out the guys that don't fit, including the quarterback. So take them, and but don't be afraid to to deal them or ditch them quick. Right, that's what and you need to do. So basically, what what you're what you're saying is, go ahead, take that quarterback anyway. If he if he's the guy, if he's not the guy, you can go ahead and trade him. Probably get a Matthew Stafford. Yeah. You're not saying it's actual Matthew Stafford, but a Matthew Stafford type right. of guy, and then you can go on from there as you're still rebuilding, as you're still building. Yeah. is what you're saying. Gotcha. Exactly. And I'm and I am a little bit like. CE's already sold those two guys, which I totally understand. I, I could totally see that. Detroit, Houston, like hungry, QB-hungry teams ahead of us. But I'm not going to give up hope that someone slips because that's all I got right now, you know? But I get where he's coming from when he's saying that because he's just like, he, we suck, we're rebuilding. He's just admitting everything too, which, I mean, I am in aspects too. But not right there. I still want to hope, like, hey, man, we got fought number five. We might move up. We might – someone might slip. I don't know. I can't give up on those two guys specifically picking the Wolves right, just right yet. Right, right, right. All right. Okay. Um, nothing – you know, nothing really swayed me. But, again, I still have to – um, I have to just see how these kids do because, again – I can look at a senior bowl, just like Herbert. I was like, I wasn't really down with Herbert. Then I seen that, that senior bowl, and I was like, no, nah, nah, that dude got it. So um, it could be in the same round. Um, somebody can definitely just show up, and say, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. That dude, that dude did. So we'll see in the process, man. We'll see. Um, we definitely got past the point. We can go ahead and play this pressure real quick. Give our closing statements and go ahead and take this up up out of here. So this is Brian DeBose Presser Part Two, finishing up. Hey Brian. Hey Kim. Jones. How, How are you? you? Great, thank you. Good to see you here. You too. Um, I'm curious. It sounds like Daniel Jones has already made a good first impression with you, but I'm just curious the kind of the challenges of a guy who's had so many coaches and voices in his ear already. And, and I guess I would contrast that to Josh, who was sort of a blank canvas when you got him. Yeah. So how do you see that with Daniel? Do you have to help him unlearn some things, perhaps? Yeah, I think we just we start out with building this relationship, Kim, and when he's in the building, we, we take it slow. You know, one of the things that I asked him to do, and I said, you know, you can give it to me at any time. And he was one of the players that called me after it was announced amongst some other guys. I said, hey, give me some things that you really like in your last three years, or if you did at Duke. Um, and that's where it's going to start is – some foundational pieces that he feels comfortable with. I think we'll add good coaches. We'll have a good support system, um, and we'll try to bring in the best players we can bring. But I think this is going to be a day-to-day process. I'm not going to put any expectations on him. 
Uh, I know he wants to do well. He's got the right mindset. He's dedicated. Uh, he's a hard worker, and I'm looking forward to working with him. We are looking forward to working with him. Hey, Brian. Art Stapleton from the record, and you're hey, here Art. today. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Welcome. You've mentioned 21 years and the evolution of yourself as a coach. I'm, I'm curious, with the way the game has changed, or at least evolved, how has your vision of what an offense looks like, or even a, a defense should look like, in today's NFL, and how have you adjusted to that over the course of your journey here? Well, I think there's a core philosophy that you have to have. Fundamentals, the ball, situational football, and bringing in the right people. I don't really think that stands the test of time. The schemes, those are different. You know, Ten years ago, we wouldn't be sitting up here talking about Josh Allen and all these runs that we've done. The RPO game, I think it evolves just like everything else does, and I think you have to have an open mind. But the schemes are going to be what the players are best at. Um, and we've got a lot of work to do to figure that out and really evaluate the guys that we have. So time will tell. Um, we'll just we'll figure it out. Hey, Brian. Pat Lender from the New York Daily News. How are you doing? Good, Pat. How are you? Good. Uh, two quick ones, if you don't mind. Um, any members of your offensive staff or that from the offensive staff here that you intend to keep? We'll get back to you on that. We're, we're in the process of going through some things here. And um, in terms of the staff, I appreciate the question. There's still guys on the staff that I haven't had an opportunity to talk to. So once we get that all ended out, we'll get it to you guys as soon as we can. Okay. And then secondly, do you think the success or failure of your tenure here will be tied to the success or failure of Daniel and the, the current quarterback? Or do you think you were hired to build a program and that whether or not that works, you'll have a chance to build here past that? Yeah, with all, with all due respect, I'm not thinking, you know, two, three years down the line. We're just going to try to do the best we can, uh, put the guys in good position, establish a culture. Um, but, again, I had great conversations with these men that are sitting in the front of the room, and I have a lot of confidence in the conversations that we had. Uh, where we are, you know, what happens, I'm just trying to get back to my office as quick as I can here to get going and start hiring people. Tom Marion with AP Radio. Which coaches that you've coached under have influenced you and shaped your coaching philosophy? <clears throat> All of them. Uh, you know, I think if you're, if you're, even to this day, you know, after doing it for 21 years, obviously I was hired by Bill in, in, in 2000, um, and, uh, you know, he gave me 15 grand to, to work, you know, however many hours there is in a week, that was pretty much all of them. Uh, but, you know, invaluable experience, did that for six or seven years, moved on, worked under guys like Tony Sperano, got rest of soul, you know, Romeo, Eric, all, all these guys, and then here the last four years with Sean, and you take, you take a lot of stuff, right? You, you'd be uh, unwise if you didn't do that. You sit there, you watch, you learn, you ask questions, not just on scheme, but how they're dealing with problem players, what are issues in the building, all these different things. I think the older you get, the wider scope you have. When you're younger, you're just trying to survive a little bit. So, again, all those guys, Nick at Alabama, two years at Michigan State. But the thing that I've learned um, in my 21 years, and I'd say more of these past five, four or five years, is just be true to yourself uh, and, and be true to the players and the people that you work with because uh, they'll see right through you if you're not. Um, and those are, I think that's critical, is to, to be yourself. I can, I can go on and on about the coaches that I've learned from, and I'm obviously grateful and humble that I had an opportunity to work for them. Um, but I'm going to be me. Uh, and take bits and pieces, but what you see is what you get. 
Uh, hi, hi, Brian. Russ Salzberg, Fox 5 Giants pregame show. Uh, while most of How's it going? Good. Good. Thank you. While most of the talk has centered around Daniel Jones, what about the rest of the roster? For, for one reason or, or the other, some of it being injuries, a lot of guys have been unable to live up to expectations. Can you elevate some of these guys that currently are on the roster now? Yeah, well, that's our job. You know, we're going we're gonna to do the very best we can do to allow them to be the best version of themselves, not just on the field with scheme and things like that, how we teach, or what we do in the training room, the video guys helping out, the support staff, the extra players we're going to bring in for competition. Uh, that's our job. You know, and our job is to allow these guys to try to be the best versions of themselves, make it highly competitive, and, you know, they'll end up deciding whether or not they're going to help us or not based on their performance, how they act on the field, off the field, the things that we're going to ask them to do. This is going great. My four-year-old fell asleep. Uh, you're not listening to one word I said. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. Hey, baby. Uh, Brian, Ian O'Connor with the New York Post on your left. Ian, congratulations, Brian. Thanks. I know you said a few times that being yourself is a formula that works, but as a first-time head coach, when you've worked for two of the greatest coaches of all time, is that easier said than done, not trying to be like Bill or like Nick Saban? in your first job? Well, I'm comfortable in my own skin. Um, look, I don't have all the answers, Ian. There's going to be some things that come up that, that I'm going to have to lean on a lot of people, Joe, the support staff, the coaches, uh, but my personality and how I treat people and my expectations and values, I mean, I hold those true to my heart. I, I was raised by two grandparents, old school, that you know, I lost both of them this year. Um, that's who I lean on. You know, that's my formative years, 20-some years of, look, my grandma's harder than Bill or what could ever be. Um, so you want to, you know, you talk about it, you lose a game and you want to hear all the people talking. She's, she got me ready for this the best I can. Hey, Brian. Uh, Matt Lombardo from Fansided. How's it going? Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Congratulations. Thanks. Um, you know, you walked in late? Well, got here as quick as I could with the traffic. Okay. You're going to make excuses already? I'm going to remember that now. Not to. Okay. <laughs> You know, your predecessor talked a lot about building a winning culture, and there are players in this building who have only had the past two coaching staffs. They haven't done a lot of winning. What's the biggest challenge for you to get these guys to buy in and teach them how to win again? Yeah, I just think build relationships, work together. Um, again, the type of people we're going to bring in, coaching staff, support staff, Joe, it's a, it's a collaborative effort. Um, you have to have honest conversations, truthful conversations, and and you're not going to gain trust from the player. I'm not going to sit there and gain trust from, from those guys back there by saying, hey, you've got to trust me. I think if you, you have good integrity, if you have good loyalty, I think that leads to trust, which is a foundational pillar for any successful organization, regardless if it's football or anywhere else. Trust leads to respect, and then respect leads to accountability, which is what we all want to be to one another when you're working for a common goal. Hey, Brian, back here. Jordan Ron on for ESPN. Hey, Jordan. Hey, I'm going to go back to the... It's good. I'm doing good. Congratulations. Good. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to go back to the, the Josh and, and Daniel Jones kind of thing here. Uh, I'm curious, when you look at that from afar, how similar or different do you see the challenge of okay, getting Daniel right and moving that forward compared to what you dealt with when you came in and you had Josh? Don't know that answer. Uh, you know, four years ago with Josh, we started together. Uh, we had consistency. Uh, we had consistency in scheme. We had consistency with the coaches. Uh, and we, you know, it took time to build. It didn't happen overnight. 
Uh, I wouldn't do that to Daniel or really any other player. I think that's unfair. I, I want to get to really know Daniel first and, and see what makes him tick, and then you know we'll take it one day at a time. I know he's really willing, but to, to compare where Josh is or Daniel, I, I don't think that's fair to do to, to either one of those guys. Over here, Coach. Over here. Gotcha. Hey, Coach, Chris Bizignano, Giants Insider. Congratulations. Where are you from, South Carolina? No, actually from, no, actually from Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I figured. But a little congested. So. Yeah, I got you. Coach, um, you talk about trust a lot. And a, yeah. lot of, a lot of your former players came out and said how much they trust you, forget about as a coach, but as a man. Yeah. So how important is that for you, and how did you establish that with your players? Well, I, I just try to be me, Ian. That's all I try to do. Um, again, I care about my guys. A coach a while back told me, Players don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Uh, I care about them. I care about their families. Uh, I want to see them do well. I want to see them earn new contracts and make money. Uh, but I care. I genuinely care about those guys. You know, you're you're in this building, you know, with the support staff, your coaches, more than you with your family, um, and then the players throughout those six months. So that there's there's got to be a mutual respect. And I think if, if they know you care about them, genuinely care about them, not what you can do for me. And I know this is a results business. I got it. But to me, it's a relationship business. And it's important, I think, that not just the players, but everyone else in the building can work together in a, in a trusting manner. Um, but I think I just care about them. You know, I think they feel that. I do a lot of FaceTiming with those guys. We have them over for dinner, my family, my wife. Uh, they knew I'd do anything for those guys. Um, but at the end of the day, we know we're in a results business, so that's, that's what it's going to come down to. Brian, Ryan Dunleavy from the New York Post. Uh, we talked about Daniel. There's another pretty big superstar here on offense, Saquon mm -hmm. Barkley. Uh, curious what your thoughts on, are on him from afar. Yeah. You're probably part of scouting him for the draft, what you've seen from him mm -hmm. as a player, and just your overall thought. I know you've had rotational backfields, you've had bell cows like Jamal Charles. What are your thoughts on the running back position? Uh, well, first of all, I got to meet him, and he was another one of the players that, that reached out and called. He was with uh, one of my former players the other night, Gabe Davis. Uh, they reached out to me. So, uh, look, he, he's a talented player that was selected high in the draft. He, you know, he came out of a, a good school at Penn State. My son's a coaching assistant at Penn State, so I try to get the, all the scoop I can on him. Uh, not a bad word about the young man. Obviously talented. And we'll try to use his skill set the best we can. Yeah, man, clocked in, 
So, um, yeah, that's about it as far as me on my closing statement. Um, either chosen one from the Bronx, Black Freezy, which I got before we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace to the gods, peace to the earth, man. Um, <clears throat> we tune in tomorrow, man. Natural Average Tuesday. And, uh, man, ain't got much, man. You know, everybody be nice, you know what I'm saying, to each other. You know what I'm saying? Everybody love everybody. You know what I mean? But fuck the bullshit, though. You know what I'm saying? The Giants get the shit together. You know what I mean? We're looking good, though, man. I like I like what the balls had to say, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the vibes. You know what I mean? As much as we can for right now until, you know, something else shakes. We're looking for some dorses. You know what I mean? Trying to extend it with the shape. But, uh, you know, tune in tomorrow, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be here. Eat a children from the Bronx. What you got before we go? background probably trying to get ready for work <laughs> I don't know it's been a little snowy out here too man on these parts been a little crazy so I hope everybody's been safe and, I mean, y'all even got some yeah we got it twice I'm shocked damn this world no we got some come on
<laughs> we are now taking that mystique. And shout-outs to hopefully Ken Dorsey making a decision to come to us. Do it. Do it. And that's about it, man. Good night. We out. Peace.